A review of Matthias and Sterling on Fixer from Fixer user BossLady1117. I'll be clear, I'm a woman with high standards, and these boys exceeded them at every turn. Not only did they do the job just as asked, they even managed to go above and beyond in returning what was stolen. I don't say this often, but I would hire Matthias and Sterling again, bring them on as contractors, even proper employees perhaps. That is the highest praise I can give. Five out of five stars. Diceology, an actual play podcast dedicated to telling you stories in an anthology format. We're here for the role playing and the rolling. I'm your host and GM Dane, and to my right, wow, you wrote, you have a script, huh? Uh, yeah, it's not like a, it's not a great script. I mean, it's actually kind of, I, I like it fine. It's just I've it's written a wonderful it out. Script, Dane. It's a wonderful script. I've written it out by hand on a ruled line, ruled piece of paper that I ripped out of a of a notebook. It's all crinkled, and I'm mm-hmm. super afraid I'm going to lose it, though. You wouldn't know it to hear it. It sounds like it's on stationery that's got your name and info printed on it. It's your own personal. So, fun fact about that, I've ha- I have had to figure out how to get stationery for the oh. professors I, I work for. It's kind of a nightmare. To get custom stationery? Yeah. Because, because especially because I need the university's, like, stamp of approval up at the top and all this stuff. Yeah. And... It's like a weird process because you have to get everybody's approval. And I am on a crazy tangent that I am absolutely <laughs> going to edit out to my right. <laughs> uh, my name is Sam and I play Sterling Silver. And to your right <laughs> is uh, I'm Will. I'll be playing Matthias, sentient android and partner in crime to Sterling Silver. Yeah, math for short. Yeah, Matt, Math, Matthias. Good lord. So we're back to our game of fixers in the Lady Blackbird system by John Harper. Uh, today, I don't think we need to go into much more description than that. Do you guys just kind of want to jump right in? We get a job, we get in, and we try and get out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, try. <laughs> we attempt to get out. Try is the really key you know, word. There, there really is a world in which we just die on one of these episodes and it's like great make new characters this is all part of an anthology let's just like keep the show going yeah yeah no totally fair because like you know in past stuff we've done it's like well if the characters if all the characters die we don't really have a show but for us I actually feel some fear every time we play (laughs) (laughs) because I know the show can live without us We don't have yeah. the leverage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't have it anymore. That's the fans unfair. would. The, the fans would. The fans would riot. riot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'd, there'd be a letter writing campaign. To See, do. but I think they like you guys more than they like the characters, mm-hmm. and so they'd trust that you guys would come up with something else great, like I do. Yes, but they don't understand that once our characters die, uh, we go on strike. So, well, here we are. We're striking outside Dane's house. Yeah. Every time Natalie or someone else comes in to record, we're yelling, Scab! Scab! Yeah. Across the picket line. All two of you? Yeah. <laughs> Two-person picket yeah. line? So, I will get us started. So, like a lot of, uh, a lot of our Eleven Jump Gates stories, we start inside a jump gate. Spiraling blue energy... And we see 
a very familiar... It's been a while for us since we've recorded, so I- I'm feeling like, oh, the radio flyer's back. <laughs> yep. Well, it's been a couple of weeks it's since been a couple heard weeks. from us. And so the, the ship comes hurtling through the gunmetal gray, the rust, the love, let's say, yeah. <laughs> um, on the ship. And inside, I think we see two things. We see... Nobody's at the helm, because we're in a jump gate, so just things are rattling along. And uh, in the bay, the cargo bay, I think we see Sterling and Matthias going over, for lack of a better term, a very large digital catalog, standing next to their crate of 7,600 credits, flush yeah. with cash. We've never had this much cash really yeah. on hand. What did we even buy on Ramazon? <laughs> on Runazon? Yeah, Runazon. Well, we could buy anything on Runazon with all this freaking cash we got, yeah. my guy. You said you wanted a droid? Is that what you've, I've been hearing? Yeah. One robot companion isn't enough for you? You're not a cop. Don't. Wow. wow. We've been over this before. It's you know I get self conscious. You know I get self conscious, but that means the world to me for you to say that. Or we could get a dog. Mm, too messy. Let's too just messy. Droid. And then if we get a droid that can perform vital functions around the ship, on the radio flyer, whether that's like diagnostics or it can like make repairs quicker than we could. Yeah. Yeah. Think R two D two. Okay. And so if let's say hypothetically, you know, normally we keep our head out of trouble, you know, mm-hmm. we stay clear of that. Yep. But if we were to get into some situation in which the ship was under fire, God forbid, God forbid, that droid might work as like a tag that we could use um, to help our dice rolls. Yeah. I mean, let's say you got EMP'd or something. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Sure. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Interesting example I came up with there. Just mm-hmm. thought off of the, that. Off the dome. Off the dome. Yeah. <laughs> well, what so, kind of droid do we want? See, we got this, this one is, uh, Rolls. It's got wheels. Um, we could also get one that has a propeller on the bottom. Um, well, this one seems okay. So it's like a drone situation? You want one that has little propellers on the top? <laughs> no, no propellers. No propellers. This one, this one uses different technology. The propeller is an outdated model. Alright, what's it look like? Describe it for the audience. Yeah. Um, what do you want to purchase? Okay, well, I think it's, it's kind of like a... It's like a ball, basically. It's like a, it's like a ball, but it has like a little cap, and then underneath the cap, like it, it's like it's like a. I'm trying to think of how to explain it. It's like if you took two halves of spheres to put them together, and one sphere was bigger than the other. Uh, okay, like. yeah. Okay. The it, top one or the bottom one is bigger. The top one, so it looks yeah. kind of like a hat or kind of like a mushroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that floats around. It's got little like. Does it, have little, does it have little arms that can come out and like mess with stuff? Yeah, like a yeah. Bakugan. Mm-hmm. Cool. Alright, I'm about it. So like, do you just like... It's like a thousand credits. But not like creepy arms. Like, like not like humanoid arms. Like, kind of like tools. It's got like like a tool R2-D2. Thing. Yeah, like R2-D2 yeah. little, little arms. But yeah, yeah, but now I'm picturing this thing with these long the gangly claw- arms. No, 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 no. no, 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 no not no. like that. Okay. So we're going to spend our hard-earned credits on that. Yeah, well, I mean, we have more leftovers. Is there something All else right. you want to get? So you, like, like you ding a thing. Like, it probably makes, like, a little ding, and I bet it, like, cues up, like, a, an order so that the moment you come out of the jump mm. gate, it'll order it, and the nearest one will come to you. So where are you guys heading? Two Unless you, shipping. Do you have any more to buy, or, or do we want to get on to where you you're You know, at? we could buy some stuff, but we don't need anything. I think we could be in the business of saving up. What if we got, like, a grappling hook? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll be. F- I think. Oh, I think. Do you want a grappling hook that can be used over and over again? Yes. Yeah. Okay, then that'll be 500 credits. Done. Alright. <laughs> no questions asked. Yeah, uh, now so, we have 6,100 credits. Alright, so that will arrive when it arrives. Uh, will you make note that you ordered those two things? Yep. Just so that I don't forget. A droid and a grappling hook. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be so sick. So where are you guys headed? Uh, well, I don't know. I I guess we. Uh, you can't not know. You're in the junkie. <laughs> uh, well, honestly, I can't remember the name you told me before we started recording. <laughs> okay, you're headed to Quantra because you oh, have okay. a job for one of the gentry there. 
The gentry are business people, semi-nobility, no, semi uh, gentlemen and ladies of means on the planet Quantrell who run the place through sort of a, I wouldn't call it a democratic council because they're not elected, but they act as a democratic body. So a, not unlike, say, like a Roman Senate sort of situation. So one of them has hired you, sent out a request over Fixer. Uh, let me double check what the pay on this gig is. It's 2,000 cred. Ooh. Yeah. Meaningful job. You're not working for the CEO of one of the wealthiest corporations in the, uh -huh. in the Runa system on this gig, but nothing to, nothing to uh, yeah. she ever text me? No. Oh, God, no. Hurts. Executive Lilt has better things to do with her time. I think she probably doxed you. <laughs> so, I think you're about two days out from arriving at Quantrell. Quantrell is a interesting planet, let's say, due to the fact that the once any electronic um, or complex mechanical machines hit the atmosphere, they immediately start to malfunction. So there is a type of uh, platinum that is, can be found on Quantrell that can be used to make functional technology, but to sort of insulate the technology from mm -hmm. being disrupted. And so, but the the metal itself is quite rare, and as such, Quantrell is a highly agrarian. I would describe it as a planet trapped in the Regency era, but there is the occasional like communicator down there. Or, and they're aware of the technology that exists mm -hmm. in the greater universe. Yes. They're aware of the other planets. Yes. Uh, not a lot of people travel off or onto Quantrell overall. Uh -huh. But I think we can like fast forward ahead and see the radio flyer um, slam out of the jump gate. And attached to said jump gate is a spaceport. Uh, which is, you're expected to essentially dock right there. Uh, you pay a fee. And then you are taken down on these very square ferry ferrying ships that just all they do is they go from this from the jump gates uh, spaceport and take people down and take people back up. They're not they don't look like they're super maneuverable. They mm -hmm. they are just these ugly square transports. Uh, and so like you guys dock, and below you you can see it's a green world. It's very lush looking. With lots of blue uh, and what's like kind the, of slate ocean. What's the nature like if you had to give it a comp? If I were to, world. I would compare it to uh, the British Isles or New Zealand, but just mm. a whole massive continent. Okay, mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. So you Plus, guys, you uh, you think you're gonna work? Have you guys been? Have you been to Quantrell before, Matthias? Is a good question. I don't think we have. No. No, we've never been to Quantrell. This will be new for us. And I am tech. I'm a man of tech. So how do you feel? I don't know, Dane. How do I feel? I don't know. Are you nervous? <clears throat> well, I'd like to know how I'll feel when I reach the surface. Well, we can get there in a minute. All right, let's do that. One thing to be to be clear is apparent. nothing about Quantrell's atmosphere seems to damage tech. Mm -hmm. Like if you can take something, if you take something down and bring it back up, It'll, It'll start again. functioning again. So the, the the upside, though, Matthias, is it won't just kill you to be on this planet. The worst <laughs> the worst possible outcome here is you you I get there function. and you you turn off, and then yeah. Sterling's like, "I guess we got to turn around." Mm -hmm. I like to think that we generally avoid jobs on this planet, but we like accidentally accepted this one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like a misclick, and we didn't get that. We don't have that many others, and so and two thousand is a pretty sweet deal. So yeah. And also, if you do this job, you'll know for sure. Yeah, true. That's you know? true. So, your your gangplank uh, opens up, and there's there's some guards essentially. And I think that the the best way to describe them is that they look like futuristic uh, British redcoats, so to speak. Cool. So they kind of have like a very similar kind of like petticoats and um, lots of of um, oh, what's the term um embroidery on their on their jackets and they're carrying rifles with that seem to be made of a very heavy metal and wood situation like sterling your shotgun is from marketplace so it's this kind of like high-tech got glow and shit on it mm -hmm. you know 
they they look like two steps up from muskets, basically. Okay. But there's 30 of them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not 30, but like... Wait, would my gun work? Mm. We'll find out. Oh Let's hope we don't have Yeah, <laughs> we'll find out. So, uh, like, there's, you know, there's five or six of them. And they're not, like, pointing their guns at you. Uh, they kind of just wave and, like, uh, you need a refill and uh, docking? Yeah, I think that sounds good. I'll be 350 as, as a total. What? 350? 250 for the fuel, 100 for the docking, and, the, and your transport oh, down. God. This is highway robbery. You want to head down to the planet? These are the rules. Five, seven, fifty. God. Oy vey. So you shell out the credits and they start kind of, they refuel, they refuel the radio flyer and they don't ticket you to get on like one of the transports. You just have to wait about 20 minutes to uh, get on. And it's, it's like the world's slowest, longest <laughs> elevator. It's not an elevator. It's like a bus, basically. You're getting on a space bus to go <laughs> down to the planet. And there is a feeling, like while you're out in the stars above the atmosphere, there is a feeling of like, this is a normal ship. Everything's, like, going well. And then you feel the hit in the atmosphere. Like, there's a shake and a rumble, and everything turns off. Um, and then there's, like, a clicking sound, and everything reboots. But, like, differently. Like, there's like you can hear there's more me- mechanical machinery working to make this work. And, Matthias, you start hearing whispering. It's going to be my least favorite episode. <laughs> yeah, you can start hearing, like, whispering in the behind, in your, uh, in your mind. What do you do? What do I do? Yeah. Sterling, I hear whispering. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I think there's, like, 20 people on, yeah. the, on the transport, so, like... Sterling, are you sitting next to me? The people here are talking a lot. What? Vias, <laughs> <laughs> are you... You okay? Man, I don't... I feel weird, man. <laughs> well, yeah, that would make sense because, uh... <clears throat> You're an android and this is the Shut the fuck does up, work. dude! <laughs> <laughs> so there's a... Jesus, man. So it takes about 20 more minutes. Like, this is such a slow ship ride, uh-huh. by the way. It's so slow. I mean, could I hit one of my keys right now? Could I hit my key of the android? Yeah, what does it say? So my key of the android says that uh, you are an android in disguise, passing yourself off as a human. Hit your key when you uh, when you perform well enough to fool someone with your disguise. So, and then also if I, if I go into danger because of my key, I get two XP or two pool dice. I think you get two XP here because this is definitely going into danger because yeah. of your android status. Okay. Well, now I have over five, so I have an, an advance that I can use later. You can use an advance whenever you'd like. So just let me know. Sweet. You can use it to gain a whole new trait. You can use to create a new tag on a trait. Mm-hmm. You can use it to take a new secret or key. Uh, assuming, of course, within narrative, there's... Yeah. Uh, apt reason for you to have learned a new skill yeah. in this time. If I were to add a trait, it would have no tags. It would have no tags. But then I could slowly add tags. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Can I see if my shotgun is working at this moment? So you're going to fire a shotgun in the middle <laughs> of a crowded no, elevator? No, And be like, oh, sorry guys, just wanted to see if it was working. Okay, follow-up question. No, you're going to pull out a shotgun on a bus? I thought it was on my back. I thought it was like kind of like the sort of thing that folds up because yeah. it's a future shotgun. Oh, okay. Well, can I see if it's glowing while it's folded? Is it like, because I'm assuming that it has neon stuff on it. Oh, yeah. None of that glow's working. Okay. <laughs> you were just going to fire off a shotgun <laughs> in the middle of us and everyone would freaking be like, no, I was just seeing the word. Matthias, do you uh, know how this, gun, how this gun works? Let me see it. Let me check it out. Well, nope. maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> maybe we'll we'll just, I, I fire. <laughs> so yeah, maybe we wait until we're off the bus. Yeah. So the ship lands, uh, and I think there's no windows on the ship. Which is just another thing that's mm-hmm. like really nerve wracking. And as you guys are getting out, you can see that the pilot. There's no windows on the front. They were running off, um, uh, not machines. Uh, what's the word? Uh, the like sonar and like uh-huh. because the whole thing has to be shelled in this particular type of metal yeah. to keep the the ship functioning. So, so it's just the, like we just go from point A to point B, right? Point a to yep. point B. Yeah. For you, uh, Sterling, as as a pilot, that looks like the hell, most hellish version of your job that's imaginable. <laughs> yeah, it looks really terrible. <laughs> you just literally sit in a dark box out, yeah. and go back and forth all day. 
He's probably got like people who like yeah, like crazy people who get on and yell at him all the time for no reason, and he just he's just doing his job. <laughs> just doing his job. So you guys step out and like the bright light hits you, and it's like a late spring morning. It feels like May when you get out, mm-hmm. and there's flowers on the fields. Like you, you can see that this is just like essentially it's just a spaceport where like these buses these bus ships land and then they take back off. And the people who wait to pick other people up are literally in horse-drawn carriages and wow. wagons. Oh my God. They're not horses. They're they're like a like what if a, what if a buffalo got mixed with a rabbit and has three eyes on each side of its head? Okay. So like, and like people are just kind of going about their day. There's women in like really long dresses and. Uh, you know, it's all like colonial. Looking. It looks very Regency era. Like think Pride and Prejudice. Like uh, okay. really think Pride. Are people and holding up signs. So I'm pretty like well. With names I'm actually on pretty them. well dressed for this. Yeah. So really? yeah. Describe what you guys look like walking into essentially Pride and Prejudice, but yeah. spaceships behind you. Like what do you guys look like? Tell me. I'm dressed in. You know, I have my linen shirt. I have some wool breeches and breeches and pants. Yeah. Um, and I have my cloak on. So I, I think I sort of blend in with the. Yeah. More traditional clothing. Sterling, as always, uh, does not blend in. Um, <laughs> you he, blended in last time. Yeah, he I did he did blend in last time, but now he's wearing like, you know, like basically just a jean jacket uh, with faint outlines of where there might have been something written on the back. Oh God, your mm-hmm. your 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 jean jacket doesn't glow right I'm now. I'm not glowing now. All of your glowy stuff is off. I know. So I, I actually probably don't look like as unnormal as I usually. I'm just wearing jeans. You probably look like you're from Tristful, honestly. Yeah. I lots get, of denim. Yeah, lots of denim. Yeah. Like, like a little bit of padding here and there, but I definitely don't stand out as much because my my glow is off. Also, I'd like to establish that there is an on and off switch on my jacket. Fair. You can have an on and off switch on your jacket. That's super fair. So yeah, I mean, you stand out, but not like, you're not literally glowing. Yeah. Yeah. You're not a neon sign right now. No, no, I'm not. I stand out, but it's it. I'm. I look like someone who traveled from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't. I don't look like you know that I'm coming from. That's super um, fair. Yeah, this doesn't really look like a Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I definitely don't look like I belong, but I don't stand out. So, so you, much. Not as not as bad as it could be. Mm-hmm. So you guys are approached. By a young person. Please tell me someone's got a sign with their name on it, like they're no, they don't. They don't have a. They don't have a. They get off a. They get off a cart essentially, a nice looking cart relatively. It's not a carriage, but it's nice. They've got red hair tied back, and they introduce themselves as Taylor to you. They're like, ah, hey there, you um, Matthias and Sterling. What? What? Depends who's asking. Oh god. Name's Taylor Robbins. My My father. Uh. Mr. Robbins, the mm. hiring you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I get the sense Matthias read the mission brief, and so he knows everything, but because his head is so clouded, mm-hmm. Sterling actually has to do the heavy lifting, and he's like, <laughs> and your head is clouded, but in the sense that you like only remember bits and pieces of the mission. Yeah, excuse my friend, he's got a... Um, yeah, concussion, I have a concussion. A, yeah, concussion, concussion, a lot of migraines, things head. like I that. I hit my head really hard, tell, tell him that. Tell him that. Yeah, sorry. He, he got a concussion All right. there, so. Well, if you'll follow me and hop on back. All right. And uh, Sterling is a little <laughs> confused. <laughs> they take you over to a cart drawn by one of those, like, bison rabbit uh-huh. creatures. Mm-hmm. Are these things dangerous? Only if you piss them off. They look dangerous. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hopping back. And they, they hop up and, like, they whip the reins and they, they take you on. Thank you for coming out this way. We know this is a bit of a hassle for folks. No, not for normal folks who don't, you know, feel bad on here because we're human beings. So we feel great. Right? Yeah, feel this is uh, totally it's actually fine. quite it's quite pleasant yeah. down here. How uh, weather's so nice, the air fresh. It's like no pollution at all here. Yeah, hold on, let me. Uh, and I, I like smack you on that. <laughs> like, sorry, I gotta. Oh um, no, I think at one point I'm like, there's no pollution, 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 pollution. <laughs> oh, my head's uh, like... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, like literally just open palm smacks me in the face. <laughs> just like... <laughs> Sorry, that's probably not helping his concussion. Um, 
<laughs> you know, I. So, uh, have you grow up around here? Have you been off planet? No. Uh, not yet. I, I'd like to sometime. Where Where are you two from? Well, uh, I'm from Marketplace. And, uh, wait, where did we see you? Sonder. Sonder. I'm from Sonder. And Sonder. Matthias here is from Sonder. Wow, that would be. I heard Sonder's beautiful. Yeah, it was so great. Um, cold. It's cold there. Well, yeah. I, that's what I. Ice planet. Does it get cold here? We have winters, yes. Mmm. Sounds nice. They yeah. kind of like IU both. Like, <laughs> yeah, kind of different. Very, uh, <laughs> very different from where I grew up. I can yeah. say that that much to be sure. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a nice place. And you guys crest a hill, mm-hmm. and you see something really unusual. So it's these rolling uh, hills and moors, lots of green, spring flowers, and dotted along nearly every hillside are mech wreckages. Whoa. Just dozens. And on a different planet, these would be picked clean for parts, for relics. Mm-hmm. And here, they're worthless. So they just rest there. Hey, we could get some. We could pick through some of these. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, something, something like that. <laughs> But as you get closer, Matthias, the whispers get louder. Ooh. And as you go through this this valley that's so dense with these, Taylor's acting like this is like the most normal thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Like it's like what if you it's it's you know it's someone who lives next to the Great Pyramids of Giza, yeah, and like yeah. they're like, yep, that's those are the pyramids. They've see them every day. Yeah, always been there. Always been there. See them tomorrow. But for other people, this is like walking past relics of yeah. an age long gone yeah. and just being like yeah whatever but as you go closer through this valley and as I get denser Matthias it's like nearly like pitched screaming ow uh, I think you need to make a roll here to not get overwhelmed because uh-huh. it feels like something's trying to draw you into communication what should I use I don't know I think I'm going to use Android. Well, okay. one for doing a thing. Or I take, take that from the pool, right? No, you just one for doing a thing, but not I take from the pool. From the, sen- from the sender? Or from uh, the yeah, own? not from your personal pool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So one for doing a thing. I'm going to do one for Android. I think I'll try and do one for non-organic mm-hmm. uh, and reboot. Um, and can I do reflexes? I don't think reflexes here. Okay. Would anything else? Living weapon, fast, control technology. Mm-mm, no, I think that sounds about it. Okay, and what's I the difficulty on this? I think it's a three here. I'm just going to add two pool dice. I think. Give me 50-50 odds. Uh, I can help you if you want. Yeah, you want to help me? You want to give me another smack upside the head? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, you're covering so Matthias can reboot. Yeah. So you're like engaging Taylor in like a really yeah. distinct conversation. Yeah, let me distract them like, really quick. Do you just like bring up like the job like really distinctly? Yeah, so tell me everything about the job. I want to know the ins and outs. Yeah, tell them about the job. Okay. Spare no detail. Spare no detail. Keep going. Okay, I let me start from the beginning. And let's let's see how this roll goes. Three successes? Yep. One, two, four three, successes. four. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so all those pool dice have been used. And we move on. When you reboot, the it goes back to being a whisper. Whew. And Taylor kind of gives I, you... I can tell it's coming from the mech wreckages. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Taylor gives you kind of the, the lowdown. He's like, they're like, uh, okay, I, my father will be able to tell you more. But it's about my brother. Throwing is like not listening that much anymore because the distraction is over. He's <laughs> like, mm hmm, yes, brother. They've um, run off and uh, we need them back. Run off, yeah. We need them to come back. Okay, come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just really damaging for the family. Why'd, damaging, they, r- yes. why'd they run off? Uh, I poke my head back up like, <laughs> from the, from the back of the car. <laughs> I like lean in between. Uh, he's. My father will probably explain it better, but he's run off with a girl. Oh, oh Sterling, we know all about that, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we de- we it. definitely sleep with women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, like we really like we have, so we know what it's like. Yes. Yeah. Taylor looks at you, and they just continue. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I. 
it's not a good match. And, uh, it's making it, uh, difficult for my father to keep his position and for me to find a match of my own. Could kind of really ruin the name, the reputation. Which, you're off-worlders, you wouldn't understand, but that means everything here. So. Oh, you'd be surprised. Yeah, our reputation's pretty important to us, too. <laughs> Actually got a lot on uh, Fixer, if you look at our rating. Pretty good. I believe my father did. That's good. How did he uh, look at Fixer? You have a uh, computer at the house? There's one built into his desk. Ooh. It's a bit of an heirloom, honestly. Oh, that's cool. I like they did like the whole computer is like a desk. Like it's yeah. like a big ornate piece of furniture to have it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, you know, most people in town, in Parrington, we're, we're almost there. Uh, they have to head to, you know, the. the the local library to use the community one, but... Sorry, can you, uh, just don't mind me, I'm going to pull out a shotgun to see if it works. Uh, just ignore that, please. We must be the weirdest <laughs> travel companions. Taylor must be thinking, why? What are these people? This guy in the back is acting so weird, and his friend keeps smacking him in the face. <laughs> and then they keep asking the most bizarre questions. They're trying to convince me they've slept with women before, when it's so obvious they, obvious they have not. And now he's taken out a shotgun, and he's just trying to fire it in the air to see if it works. So your shotgun folds out, right? Yeah. You can't even trigger it to fold out. It's like... <laughs> it's just pressing the button. Fuck. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, does your family have any, uh, weapons that work on planet? Why don't we discuss that with my father? Yeah, that would be good. So you come up over, um, you come up over a cr another crest out of the valley that's full of these mechs. And I think this has taken, like, we've gone through it pretty quickly, but this has been, like, a four to five hour ride. Because you've gone, like, maybe close to 50 miles, and so it's just taken... Quite a long time. Wow, four or five hours? Yeah. Like, you gotta know them. They're yeah, you gotta know them quite well. And so Taylor, they they take you up and over this crest you can see Parrington, which is the town you've been heading to. And it seems small at first because there's no verticality to it. There's mm. like a steeple for a, for a temple and then the rest of it is just one to two story homes, essentially, and, mm. and, and businesses. And... Taylor, they point out, like, down over there, there's a, there's a marketplace. I don't know what you need there, and the temple's there. Um, but we'll be out, out on the edge of the town by the estate. And so at first, it seems like there, isn't a lot of, there aren't a lot of people here, but then you kind of realize, oh, this is actually kind of dense. There's just... The trees are taller mm -hmm. than, the, than the homes, so it looks not like a not like a town not like a city you guys normally mm -hmm. would spend time in are we like the only foreigners pretty much yeah you have the there were a few foreigners at the port but they got on different places uh, on different on different carts and carriages and went off different areas and as you've gone on the road everybody you've passed has been has dressed is dressed local and as you're in town now and just kind of skirting the edge, it's pretty po well populated. You bet that there's at least twenty to 30,000 people here, but they're all, you know, no one's dressed like you. Nobody's mm -hmm. flipping open communicate. Like, you just came from Marketplace is the other weird thing about yeah. this, right? You just came from a place where people have machines built into their bodies with, like, glowing hair, and everybody here is, like... It could be people, more different, yeah. Yeah, there's people carrying buckets. You know, like, that's... Mm -hmm. It's just, it's probably a bit of a sincere culture shock. And they take you to a large, I think three-story uh, mansion with grounds and barn. Like, there's a farm built into it. And you kind of get that, like, oh yeah, that's what it means to be a gentry. Is like, you are entirely self-sufficient, plus some. And you go past, a, like, three or four estates total. And Taylor tells you that the... the they point out names that I'm sure both of you immediately forget. You know, like, these are the Billowbees, and they've done this thing for this town for 20 generations and all this stuff, right? And they stop in front of their home, and as they do, uh, a couple servants pop out and, like, take the, take the cart away, and someone rings a bell, and you can see someone in a tall window, like, 
open curtains and look out, an older gentleman, and like start coming and stepping down. All right, listen, pow, 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 pow. Before we do this, Taylor's like, I'll go get my father. I'm starting to walk away from the cart. I'm yeah. just sort of like, Vice, come here. <laughs> Sterling has to like gently grab me by the elbow and sort of like guide me back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just sort of wandering off. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, oh, here's your story. Sterling, okay. whoa, here's your story. What's my what? You have story. You have very well, well, like hidden cybernetic implants. Okay. Mm. Yes. Well <laughs> hidden cyber, cybernetic. I do. Implants. When do I get those? Just, just a couple days ago. Really? You're fritzing because you're on because you're on a Oh my god! I don't remember getting those. Who did that to me? You did. <laughs> I did that to me? Yeah, you got it. What? I am a but I am a sorry, shut I'm up. Kind of slap. Listen. Why would I ever get no? Sorry, no, you're implants. lying. You're I'm lying. lying. Yes, you're lying about that. Why would I lie? These people haven't done anything to me. Oh my god. <laughs> I think this is when the gate opens <laughs> and Taylor comes back with their father. Uh, Father, this is Matthias and Sterling Silver. Uh, this is this is Mr. Robbins, uh, and I'll pitch, thank you both for coming. I have my own duties to attend to. And they walk off, and it's a stern man with long gray hair, uh, not no beard. Looks like they've been. They look like a person accustomed to giving orders, mm-hmm. uh, but not in like a mil- militaristic sense, but just in a like. You go do that thing, like, in that kind of absent-minded way, not in yeah. a strict way. I, uh, I shake his hand. He nods. Sterling is, and... I have cybernetic implants, and they're on the fritz. <sighs> sorry, sorry. They're very well hidden. <laughs> She's roll my friend. Should <laughs> <laughs> I roll it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, one for oh my god, why One for sly, one for bluff, uh, crafty, and disguise. I think this is a two. Okay. Should I add anything to this? Just to make sure I get it? I think this is a fair... I think this is a fair lie to be... Yeah. yeah. This, this could be real, so... Uh-huh. I'm, I'm gonna help you. Yeah, give me one. And with... Alright. I'm basically... You came up like, with a plan. Yeah. 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 Thank you. <laughs> yeah, success. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So no pool dice come back. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse my friend. He has a... It's... I think it's interfering my with My head his. feel bad. I think it's interfering with his ability to directly communicate. But right, he should I feel bad. still be functioning very well on uh, job duties. All right. But his social capabilities are slightly affected. Luckily, I'm here to take care of that part. All right. Take an XP for hitting the key. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think you should get get a, get you an XP for yeah, uh, fraternity. fraternity. Okay. Because you're, like, looking out for me. You are. He said, "Mr. Robin, <laughs> I like that. It just, I like the idea that your cybernetic implants fritzing means that you just like don't have a filter. This uh-huh. is basically what I'm trying to explain to him. So like, you just say like yeah, whatever you think of." Mr. Robbins kind of nods and says, "Well, I trust that uh, you've done this work before. Anyways, uh, let's take a turn about the garden, and I'll discuss in more detail. Oh, very cool. Very cool. I like walking through gardens, discussing plants. I have plants at my house. <laughs> <laughs> I grow plants in my room, so. Thais, you want to <laughs> hang out back here? You want to see what Taylor's up to? Let me see if they need any help. <laughs> I would appreciate if you were both here. You got it, man. <laughs> So Mr. Ro- Mr. Robbins takes your turn, and he explains, in short, my son Benjamin, he, uh, and he's kind of looking at you both because you guys are uh-huh. a pair of weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> he's been unwell for some time, uh, nearly escaped death quite recently, actually. A bit of a nasty bit business. It's uncertain what the cause properly was, the preacher has his thoughts, and the doctors have theirs. But, regardless, he's well again. And, well, he always had a fondness for a certain militia member, a Miss Callie Quint. And, well, she was part of the reason for Benjamin's in such dire straits to begin with, but that, that aside. However, since recovering, Benjamin has been, let's say, reckless, obsessed with the pleasures of life. And he and Miss Quint uh, ran off. Eloped, one might say. Live fast, die young. Yes, I suppose you could put it that way. 
Uh, however, our best efforts to find them have failed. Best I know, they've been spotted in the nearby city of Scarlet Harbor. I'm willing to pay for my son's safe return. 2,000 credits. Well, a couple of questions. Quietly, mind you. No fuss. Okay, well. Bad girls do it well. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Everyone's just like, do both Sterling and Mr. Robin look at Matthias? Yeah. <laughs> well, live fast, die young. Bad girls do it well. Let's sum up. I think Matthias, <laughs> Matthias doesn't realize that he left like a five minute gap between yeah. the lyric and then finishing the line. Anyways, uh, what I would like to discuss is uh, one, what is the fastest mode of transport to Scarlet Hall? Scarlet Harbor, perhaps you can make it there by nightfall if you left in the next hour. Yeah. On foot? No, uh, you'd have to hire or, uh, Hire mounts or a carriage. Well, we'd need the money to do that hiring. And then I would also ask if you have a weapon that works on planet. That's not that I'd plan on. Hopefully, I won't need to use it, but it would be nice to have some sort of safety measure as uh, my gun, unsurprisingly, does not function. I haven't used it in 20 years, but I have a hunting rifle. Perfect. <laughs> does Trilling even know how to use it? Like, <laughs> We'll see. I think he's. I think Mr. Robin snaps his fingers and he says, uh, "Bring the horses and and the rifle, and probably a couple servants like wander off." Okay. Now, I need to be completely clear with you. The longer they're gone, the more it damages the family's reputation. My ability to lead, which my ability to take care of this town, it also hurts my child, my eldest child's prospects in finding a good match. So, like I said. Quietly. Okay. Quietly with haste. Okay. Yes. Will do. City's 40 clicks north if you wanted to get started, and I would appreciate it. We're already two weeks out, aren't we? All right. Uh, okay. Well, I think uh, Sterling mounts up and drags Matthias onto his horse, helps him, and then he goes, uh, and then right, at, right as we're about to leave, it's like, We'll bill you any bribes, and then, and then, <laughs> and then uh, it takes off. How is this ride for you guys? Well, it's great for me. Uh, I think Matthias. Well, actually, I Sterling's probably very irritated because I feel like Matthias is just like Matthias keeps trying to get off his horse to go pick up plants and flowers that are interesting. I think as you get, I think there's a, a stretch right after you leave for like the first 20 clicks or so mm-hmm. where like you the fog in your mind loosens like I become sing, more lucid. you're much more normal okay so there's a period of time where that's what happened back there <laughs> well uh you were quoting a lot of things uh you didn't make much sense being in that valley really messed me up all those voices I kept hearing yeah I wonder what that's from we could go up to a mech and find out hmm Mm. Or you want to just take care of the job? <laughs> I, At this point, it's know, getting it's like kind of dark, mm-hmm. and it's like the mechs look really scary on the ridge line. They're like they're still think, I think Are we far actu- enough away from the mechs now that it's not affecting him as much. Well, that's what happened at first, and then you come across. I think you go through, not a valley because you're actually going down closer uh-huh. and closer to the coast. Okay, yeah. And as you get closer to the coast, it starts back up again. Mm. About as bad as before. Mm-hmm. And then there's a point where I think there's a bridge over a mech, essentially. That the road takes is so deep into this like ancient battlefield that they just built a bridge over a mech instead okay. of like around it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Matthias, I th- the voices only get worse. Mm-hmm. But as you approach this big one that's on the that's under the bridge, the other voices they don't fade away. Uh-huh. But this one is so much clearer. It's like when you're in a really crowded restaurant or something, mm-hmm. and you hear all the din, but you can focus your ear to the person who's talking right in front of exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe I should interface with this thing. It's up to you. You think that would be dangerous? Um, no. I don't know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what a great answer. <laughs> what a great answer. 
How reassuring. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you try it? Maybe it'll, maybe it'll fix the voices problem. Okay. Or it'll make it worse. Yeah, or it'll make it a lot worse. Or, yeah, you might turn on me. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interface with it. I, cool. I ready so you the guys, rifle. You guys hop off these horses. And this is like old Empire tech? Old Empire tech, So, yeah. And I haven't really ever in, interfaced that much with old Empire tech. No, but it's natural. It's much more When natural, you start right? doing it, you're like, yeah. oh... It feels like you've been you've been writing left-handed when you're right-handed your whole mm, life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should I get in there? Yeah. Android. One for doing a thing. One for doing thing. One, one for, for Android. One for control technology. Non-organic. Reboot. Can I do record? Yeah. Um, do you think living weapon or fast? Or no, I think resources? those are. I think those are all. Okay. So what am I trying to successfully do here? You're trying to successfully interface with it. Okay. Whatever's... Just understand what it is and mm-hmm. how it's, why it's affecting me the way it is. Yeah. And what's the difficulty for me to figure that out? Here's the thing. I think you're going to succeed no matter what. Okay. I think there's just risk involved. Uh, so I think three or four. I think three. I think three. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, want, do you want help? I don't think there's a way for yeah. Sterling to help with this. Okay. Sterling keeps, like, the butt of his gun, like, ready to, like, <laughs> hit Matthias if he has to. All right. One, two, three. All right. Did you use pool dice for that? Yeah, I used one pool dice. Cool. All right. Hmm. Okay, I have a question for... I have a question for you two both, because I'm, I'm interested in, in either answer. I just want to know what you guys uh-huh. are interested in. Do you think... Is this mech from the beginning of the war or near the end? Hmm. I think for a planet like Quantrell, this is actually one of the rare planets where you could find mechs from the beginning of the war. Cool. That's pretty cool. That's good information. So, there is a device that it's not on exactly, but it's this, it looks kind of like... An octagonal prism. It's not very big. And what you get from it is just this briefest flash. Like like the last few seconds of video, essentially. Of visual information. Essentially what you see is an aerial view. Like like you like you look like it feels like you're flying, like in a dream. Like you, Matthias, mm-hmm. your body is flying. Okay. For just a second. And then from your left, there's this like humming sound, and then there's this horrible feeling of crunching metal and energy, and you feel like you've been stabbed in the back. So am I basically watching the mech get shot down? Like it's no. Okay. You get like something flies in from behind, something smaller and faster, and like cuts through with like an ener- with an energy blade, spins around to the front, and you see this like other mech with like. Whoa. Like, kind of like a... You almost get this, like, fallen angel kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. a... Like a like a demon or something. As, the, as from your perspective, you fall mm-hmm. and land hard and then everything goes black. But then that voice is gone. And you're back. So that voice was just, like, crying out to say that thing? To, like, say it's... Maybe. Memory? Or maybe it's a piece of data that's just mm-hmm. floating around. Hard to say. And by just sort of like downloading it or transcribing it, I sort of put it to rest. Kind of, yeah. Hmm. Weird. And that was from the beginning of the war. Who knows exactly when? Yeah. But to because to be fair, maybe this is just this mech just lasted a long time in the war. You know, yeah. an old model with a good pilot that lasted a while. Or yeah, it's hard to say. Weird. Let's get the hell out of here, man. So what happened? <laughs> <laughs> So I explain the whole thing. There's this, there's that. Wow, crazy. <laughs> can I show the visual? Could we like? Could it have been put up? You did record, so yeah, you yeah. can show. I'd probably show it to you. Huh? This means nothing. This story's like. Neat, I guess. Look, I have a prince wing that I have to get home. Like, I have to break up a a young love affair. This is not on my list of priorities right hmm, now. Well, makes sense why it's down here, I guess, huh? Yeah, like I think you look at the big this big mech and you can see the cut like the cut that the the smaller one made into it that brought it down mm-hmm. so 
I think for a while, because you have this, you are much more stable. But much more lucid. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll like even maybe just understanding what these things are uh-huh. is enough to be like, it's just it's just it's just every data noise it's just, it's like, just data yeah it's yeah. it's fuzz like uh-huh. to static, some yeah. to some extent yeah you're it's unclear if this is like memories or if this is literally just data floating around in the air and this also makes me think though that at one point the mechs could function on Cointrell mm-hmm. and something has happened to the planet where all of a sudden nothing really functions yeah but I mean we probably knew that before because the mechs got here somehow right mm-hmm. yeah or maybe their technology is just different. I wonder what that is. Anyway, I mean, either theory kind of works yeah. because Matthias, you're functioning. Yeah, you're not true. shut down. So, wow, hard to know. Anyway, let's get this guy to dump his girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really cool war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's neat. I'm glad my head is gone. Diceology is hosted and produced by Dane Fogdahl. Matthias is performed by Will Banks. Sterling Silver is performed by Sam Cast. Lady Blackbird was developed by John Harper. Soundscapes were created by TabletopAudio.com. If you like the show, please rate and view us wherever you listen. It helps us more than you know. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at DiceologyPod for behind-the-scenes photos and updates. Thank you for listening.